What's going on, guys? Jordan Stoltz here with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. This is episode 388 of the show, and in today's show, I'm going to be talking about what exercises you should do. I said it all weird like that because I think the last episode I titled, What Type of Exercise Should I Do? This is What Type of Exercises Should I Do? What movements should I base my training around to get the results I want and hit the goals that I set for myself? Today I'll be talking exercise selection, and this, I believe, is a core piece of the Back to the Basics series because you know what you should be doing. I gave you exercise guidelines last Wednesday, but now you need to know how to follow those guidelines, what activities to do. For the most part, spoiler alert, there's a lot of freedom and flexibility here, but I have thoughts and suggestions on things you should look out for when choosing exercises. And I'll even give you a few core lifts that you should probably include or at least movement patterns. Thank you for listening to another show. This one coming out on time. Yay me. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. It is Workout Wednesday. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, back with another show. Thank you for listening to the podcast and coming in for the next installment of our series, Back to the Basics, where I'm talking about things you need to know to build a proper health and fitness training program in today's world of crazy confusion, a lot of unnecessary mumbo-jumbo, for lack of a better better word, and um, malarkey. I'll say that as well. A lot of things you don't need to be focusing on. I want to give you the things you need to be focusing on, which I think is building an exercise program is one of the most important things you need to have in your tool belt as you go about your health and fitness journey because you should be exercising, hands down, right? You can make progress with just diet, no exercise. You can do whatever type of exercise you enjoy, However, I do think that the cornerstone of good health and fitness, my opinion, is that it is resistance training, strength training, and progressing over time, and that should be part of your life, and I will try to give you the tools to do that. Last Wednesday, I talked about um, what type of exercise should you be doing, so to recap, essentially, you need some type of resistance training, you need some type of cardio activity and conditioning some type of active hobby or lifestyle, and overall doing what you like to do. Today, I want to talk about the actual exercises that you should be doing. And today's episode, I'm going to be trying to get a little bit, you know, gradually more into the weeds on different things. I'm going to be assuming you're following my advice on how to become fit and healthy. So strength training is going to have some kind of base in your program and in your exercise um, goals and uh, programming for yourself. But, you know, this is the type of advice that you can take and tailor to your personal needs 
and abilities. So I think the most important thing when saying what exercises should I do, the biggest point to make is that there's a lot of freedom here. There's a lot of flexibility on what you should do because the first thing I want to talk about with this back to the basics installment is that personalization is the most important thing. Doing what you like to do and even more importantly, what you can do and even more importantly than that, what you will do, those are the things that matter. Now, there is a level of discipline to this where you have to get better at the things you suck at and you have to do what you don't want to do. But in general, if you're doing something you enjoy, you're doing something you are able to do, and you're doing something that you actually will follow through on, that's going to bring you better results than someone who doesn't do any of those things, right? And because they're not, they're probably not even doing their exercise at all. And that's not good. So that's the most important thing I wanted to lay out here first, a lot of freedom. The first principle is specificity, right? That is what you'll hear a lot in this podcast and in any kind of training podcast of any sort. Specificity is key. You will make most of your progress training specifically for what you want to train for. If you want to become the best deadlifter in your state, then you better be deadlifting. And you better be building your training around that. Yes, there's injury prevention you need to think about. Yes, there's building a balanced body. But if your goal is truly to do that one thing, you need to be specific for that one thing. If your goal is to have a big upper body, you don't really care about legs, why are you spending two days a week training legs, right? These are the kind of concepts I'm talking about. If you want to be faster, run a faster marathon. Running should be the cornerstone of your program to be specifically training for that. Don't be trying to build muscle, lose fat, and run a faster marathon time all at once. Be specific to your training and you will see a lot better results. And I even challenge myself on this. Don't focus on so much at one time. I even think in strength, people get a little bit too, um, you know, even more than strength because strength is more obvious. Even in aesthetics, hypertrophy, muscle growth, people are a little bit too balanced. I think a lot of times you'll say, man, I really wish I had, you know, better shoulders. But you'll also be putting just as much energy into your legs and your back and your chest and your arms and your forearms and your calves and your abs. Why? Because you are told you're supposed to. I think that if you really want to accomplish the one thing the best, you should be building your program around that body part. You should be building your program around the, you know, getting the maximum benefit for that area and just achieving everything for that. Be more specific zero it down to that one movement and strength, the one type of exercise, the one body part. And of course you can be balanced if that's your goal, but a lot of people's it isn't. So I think that it's important to approach things that way. Be specific in your training. So that's the first guiding principle here is in your exercise selection. When you're asking what exercises should I do? The answer is that you should, you should really be choosing exercises that are specific to your goals if you're choosing things that don't have anything to do with your goal, then you know that's not going to work out for you. That's why people oftentimes need to write their own training programs or hire a coach instead of just buying a PDF. Because a lot of times, unless the PDF is specific, it's not going to be that custom to your goals. 
unless your goal is just general fitness, right? So that's that. Specificity, very, very important. That's a general principle. I'll give you more exact stuff later. Another general principle for exercise selection is, like I said, to do things you can do. Adapt movements to what you're able to do. So if I'm giving you a program, you know, and I put in there squat as an example, I only want you to do the squat you're comfortable with. Now, I would, as a coach, would want you to run that by me to make sure you're not going too far off the program. Um, I wouldn't want you doing a leg press, for example, because I want you to be moving your body. But if you're only comfortable with a Smith machine squat or a hack squat machine or a front squat or a box squat or a bodyweight squat or a dumbbell goblet squat, that is you customizing your program to your abilities. Make sure you're not just doing it to get out of hard work, but make sure you're doing it because that's all you're able to do. You should be working on the other things, but I believe that you are, it is, it is a good thing to kind of scale things. And that should be a main focus of yours is to scale things to your abilities and your comfort level as far as injury prevention and movement is concerned. So your exercise selection should be custom in that way where you are doing things that you are able to do and you're able to perform in a full range of motion comfortably without pain. That's the general recommendation there. And a lot of times a trainer or a coach will help you with that if you're not experienced. And if you're a very, very beginner, I do recommend some type of in-person training. Very, very helpful for that. Um, I also want to give you some specific examples today because when asking me, who has my own opinions, obviously, what exercises should I do, I do have my favorites that I think everyone should do. And these could go as deep and in the weeds um, as I guess we'd let them today because I could talk about my favorite exercises for every body part. I could talk about my favorite exercises for strength, for building muscle, um, for different goals and adaptations. So I, I have to keep it a little more general and not for every body part. So I'm breaking it into movement categories and I'll circle back to the specificity thing at the end. In general, you should be doing some kind of horizontal push, horizontal pull, vertical push, vertical pull, squat, hinge, and I would say carry. Um, and that is a very, very well-balanced training program. I would also put in there some kind of unilateral leg exercise, like a lunge, step up, or a single leg squat or deadlift. That would be a great variation as well. So let's run through those really quick. Horizontal push, incline bench press, that'd be like more, probably my favorite. Horizontal pull, we've got like a barbell row um, or a cable row. A vertical push, maybe a dumbbell shoulder press. Vertical pull, we lap pull down or pull up. We got a squat, be a squat. A hinge would be some type of deadlift, probably like a RDL would be good. And then the single leg would be like a lunge. And a carry would be like a farmer's walk, zercher carry, yoke carry. And I would even put sled work in there as well. Some type of conditioning um, that is having you just move weight around. So that's really the categories I would focus on. And, you know, you're going to be choosing those exercises based on, like I said, your own comfort level, pain, abilities, and 
preference. Now, specificity is going to come into here too. That is a well-balanced training program, possibly, right, with the right number of sets and reps and all that. But you do, to an extent, have to drop and add things to be more in line with your goals. If your goal, like I said at the beginning, was a bigger deadlift, I wouldn't want you doing just an RDL for your hinge movement and then doing a pull-down, a shoulder press, a bench press, a barbell row. That is all stuff that's not specific at all to your weaknesses in the deadlift or to a deadlift at all. It's probably not going to translate even a little bit except for just building more size for that exercise. So you need to be specific with your goals and build around that. So keep that in mind as well as you're choosing things. Another thing I want to talk about today is bang for your buck. So the big three, bench, squat, and deadlift, or even the big four, as some people call it, adding the overhead press in there, they get a lot of credit and clout in the fitness world, powerlifting, strength training, for being the big exercises, right? The ones you have to focus on and build your training program around. I kind of have a stance, an opinion, and I've done episodes in the past on the thought and the notion that you don't necessarily have to do these movements to achieve your progress. Also about the specificity concept, right? If you want bigger arms, why are you wasting so much time doing you know, bench presses when that's really not the most efficient way to build big arms and you're putting a lot of stress in your nervous system doing that big exercise because it's such a compound movement and when that's not really your focus at all. So some people do them just because they think they're supposed to do them. Now, that may be true. I still stand by that concept, but in general, those exercises are held to help such a high standard because they are a bang for your buck exercise. If you have any sort of limited amount of time or you want to just achieve the most strength possible with kind of a simplistic training program um, and one that is easy to stick to, helps you keep motivation high, helps you make a lot of progress fast, those compound movements are the way to go. Big bang for your buck movements, right? For building shoulders, you could build great shoulders, never shoulder pressing at all. Lateral raises, front raises, rear delt flies, face pulls, upright rows, that alone is going to build great shoulders over time. Now, you will have to include a lot of those many times a week to get the results that you want to do. I would challenge that if you're improving strength and um, what you can do in the exercise, just improving an overhead press is going to get you a lot of shoulder gains as well. You, I'm not saying it's going to be the exact same because there is an element of sculpting here, but in general, size and strength, bang for your buck. Focus on the thing that's going to give you the most results in the smallest amount of time, effort, and, well, I wouldn't even say effort. It's time and it's really just programming effort because it's simplistic to focus on the one thing that's giving you so much progress. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different debate here and there's a lot of ways this could go, but I see too many people focusing on stuff that's not getting them the big benefits, right? If you want to be stronger and more fit, 
but you're spending your time on the weight machines. Not the most efficient use of your time. I'm not saying the weight machines are useless. In fact, I really like them. But just the fact is, you would be a lot better off focusing on getting really, really good at squatting and deadlifting. That would be the cornerstone of your strength program, and you will become very strong, very fit with those two exercises alone because they're such compound movements involving your whole body. You're just knocking out a lot of birds with one stone, so to say. So that is why those exercises are held to such a high regard because of that bang for your buck concept. And there is nothing wrong with that. I think that you can make a training program as specific as you like. If your goal is to build a big chest, you probably shouldn't just be doing bench press, right? Even though a bench press or an incline press is a more bang for your buck exercise than a single arm cable fly or something like that. You aren't going to achieve the same results doing the single arm cable fly as the incline press. But if you're wanting to build a big chest, you kind of need more than just the main lift alone. So cornerstones, that's really what it's all about. It's important to have cornerstones of your training programs around the proper movement patterns and then around the bang for your buck lifts that are going to accomplish your specific goals. So you're accomplishing specificity that way, scaling things to what you can do. And then really the main movements that are bang for buck, I think you should be doing, I think you should be doing some kind of squat. I think you should be doing even more than those movement patterns that lifted. You should be doing some kind of squat. You should be doing a row and I think a horizontal row is the best one you need to be including in your program just because of posture and to counteract some pressing and things like that. You need a horizontal row. You need a squat. And I think you need to focus on the hips because the hips are where a lot of strength comes from. So that means deadlifts, straight leg deadlifts, trap bar deadlifts, all these things are very, very useful in that sense for strength and fitness. If hypertrophy is your goal, be specific to where you want to grow muscle. Also create more of a balanced training program around the different movement patterns I lifted. I listed, I'm getting all in the mood to lift now that I'm talking about this. All in all, it is a little bit up to you. And I have my favorites. I will base movements um, or I will base programs around certain movements that I like. But as a coach, it's going to come down to what the client likes and what the client sees as effective and fun because then they can stick to it if they're motivated by progress and because they enjoy the training sessions and that's really what it comes down to so the answer the question what exercises should i do that whole list of movement patterns you should be doing in your training program but you should be doing specific ones to your goals as well that was another show in the series back to the basics episode 387 i think maybe 388 I don't even know anymore of the fitness food and freedom podcast. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the triple F podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.